Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this week's show is inspired by a movie that hubby and I watched on Netflix this week called Florence Foster Jenkins. And it has my heartthrob Hugh Grant in it. Uh, And it was just, it was just so amazing. So we are gonna talk about the secret to having a happy world. And that is actually from the movie uh, because Hugh Grant, who's the husband of Florence Foster Jenkins, Uh, says a couple times in the movie, ours is a happy world. And what was going on is Florence Foster Jenkins, and some of this I read from Wikipedia too, because it of course didn't go into detail in in the movie, but she was an American socialite and um, a soprano singer. And she thought she was the most amazing singer ever. And everyone around her went along with her. Now, some of them were paid to do so. So when they, when she had a concert, it was a small concert and her husband controlled who came and any of the people who would do reviews, he paid. Uh, and I mean, it's just fascinating to watch. And I know it's a movie and I do get that a lot of it was very, very similar. Um, and so along with her very out of tune and out of time singing, she wore these... Um, really interesting costumes and it's just so interesting because in her world in her happy world she was a star and you might call that delusional you might call that crazy you might call that stupid and not with reality and all those things but I look at it a little bit differently I look at it from the place of she created her reality Not only did she create her reality where she was this phenomenal star who sang like the birds and everybody wanted to listen to, she created people who contributed to that. And she became this huge, huge success based on this um, unusualness. And I mean, if we look at that, one, she was willing to be judged because yes I mean we can the delusion all of that and she still was willing she still knew what was going on like look at that for yourself and so the thing that really really struck me and this was also in Wikipedia so obviously she had said it um, so she'd been judged as the worst opera singer ever (laughs) but what she said is people may say I can't sing but no one can ever say I didn't sing now take a moment with that okay really get the energy of that people may say I can't sing so people are going to say what they're going to say but no one can ever say I didn't And how much of our lives do we do that? Do we go, I'm not good enough to do the painting. I'm not good enough to do the dancing. I'm not good enough to be a facilitator. I'm not good enough to have a class. I'm not good enough to whatever it might be. So I won't 
but no one can ever say I didn't sing. So if you look at that, look at the things that maybe you haven't chose because of that. What if you actually just choose them? Like truly, who cares? If people say you're a bad singer, a bad painter, bad, whatever it is you'd like to be doing, whatever it is that lights you up, who cares? Because what we do with judgment, and we do it both ways, because I know that we judge and we also are judged. We allow that to control us. And so when we judge someone, we're controlling them. We're attempting to control them. It doesn't mean they will be controlled. It really depends on what they choose. So same as her. She knew there was bad reviews out there. She knew that. And she didn't allow it to control her. And she created her reality of like, this is a happy, this ours is a happy world. Why? Because they're not buying into the judgment. They're not buying into the crazy. They're not making that more real than what her love was, which was the singing. And, and if you can, I really suggest watching the movie. Uh, my poor cat, uh, Toddy, she did not love the singing on there. And she was very um, concerned. She would try to be go to sleep and then the Florence would sing something and then she would be so disturbed. And so, you know, be, be aware of your animals and such because it's probably a whole different octave in their world. But it was just so amazing to me. Like she was very out of tune, very out of time, wobbled on notes, um, you know, like it was just, it was ridiculous. And she sang anyway, and no one can ever say she didn't sing. No, even look at this. She had a movie based on her. Now she was, you know, long dead. She died in 1944 uh, when they made it, but she had a movie created on her. There's opera singers out there that are beyond beautiful, that are beyond amazing, that will, you know, would be a delight for anybody to listen to, what will never get a movie made out of them. Like, let that sink in. Like, I mean, this, this is just so phenomenal to kind of piece this all apart and look at, like, how often do we stop ourselves? And the other thing with it too, like one of the things that the recent certified facilitator class with Gary and Dane um, and Simone and Brendan, I'm so used to just saying Gary and Dane, but now Simone and Brendan are, are joining them in the facilitation of the certified facilitator class with Access Consciousness. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, I don't feel like I'm a good facilitator. I can't do it and all the things. And Dane was like, the only way, the only way to get good at facilitating is to facilitate now she may, Florence may not have got better with her singing and that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She had a movie made out of her. She lived her life. She lived in a very happy world. She created her reality to be what she desired it to be. So facilitate if that's what, if that's what it is, or if it's dance, dance. If it's, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have something that lights you up that you're not sharing with the world, really look at that. Because what happens is we look at, in a sense, possibilities through other people's eyes. So we look at, okay, well, if I become, uh, you know, let's say I start taking dancing lessons, what is so-and-so going to think about it? What's so-and-so going to think about it? And, you know, if we have to do a, 
um, whatever they're called, when people get together and watch them. I can't think of the word, but anyway, like, you know, now, oh gosh, what, what would so-and-so think? And I can't have them know. And I can't post that on Facebook because, you know, what would they think? And so we start basically judging ourselves before other people even judge us. And I, you might have seen, if you're my Facebook friend, you might have seen I did actually a post about this. I've actually been very inspired by this movie because I did a Facebook post uh, and I did this week's video. If you're on my email list, you'll see the video about this. And now I'm doing the radio show. And to me, it does merit this much for us to really look at the places we're stopping ourselves, the places we're not willing to do what we would like to do. This, uh, when we were on in Australia, hubby and I went paddle boarding and I was very concerned about getting up onto the paddle board kind of from, from your knees position to standing on something that's quite wobbly. And so when we started out, the guy who was um, giving us the lesson, he actually helped me. We went out deep enough and I could use his shoulder and so it worked. And I was kind of, I mean, I was grateful to be up and I was grateful to be paddling around, but I was kind of like, okay, I can't do it type of thing. And then I happened to fall in, <laughs> which was great. One, because I was so hot. Oh my gosh. Um, and so the water was very cold. It was a beautiful. Uh, and also it kind of got me over like, what happens if I fall? Cause now I know nothing, you get wet, that's it. Um, and luckily the, the guy who was giving us our lesson was, you know, smart enough to say, hey, can I take your expensive sunglasses from you before you get on that? Uh, so we didn't lose them. So, so when I, you know, so I'm out in the deep water and I just kind of thought, okay, well, I'll just paddle in. Like I'm a strong swimmer. I have no problem with that. I was enjoying the cold. Uh, and then I was kind of like, you know what? I would actually like to try to get up, you know, at least let, like, at least try. Cause then I know, um, let's like, let's just try. What's the worst that can happen. I'm going to get wet again. Big deal. And what was interesting was there was a couple guys who were sitting on the park bench watching us. And my first thought when I, when I noticed them was, um, and this was kind of like in my self-talk of, well, let's give this a shot. And then I noticed them and, uh, and I, my first thought was like, oh, no, I won't. Like, I don't want them to see me struggle or to, you know, my big butt in the air, or like all the things, right? And then it was like, no, actually, because they're the one on the bench. They're the one sitting over there doing nothing. And I'm the one out here having, you know, the experience, having the fun. Uh, and, and I don't, like, it doesn't matter to me if they're th sitting there thinking I shouldn't be on a paddleboard or I should be, or they're hoping I get up or they're hoping I fall so they can laugh or like whatever their thing is, they're sitting on the bench. So let's drop the whole, I shouldn't because they're watching and let's just do this. And it was awesome because I did get up. I did get up, which, you know, showed me that I could. I was grateful for the first time, you know, to have his shoulder and all that. But out in the deep water, I could get up by myself. And that was huge for me. But it was also really huge to go, how many times in my life have I stopped myself because someone was watching? And honestly, they could have been sitting there going, go, go, you could do it, you can do it. I mean, who knows what they were doing? And it's so irrelevant it's so irrelevant. 
Because what happens when we allow that stuff to stop us is we start living a very small life. A very, very small life because we're looking through other people's eyes. Will they like it? Will they be happy? Will they say I'm bad? Will they say I'm wrong? You know, you might love to have, um, you know, I've done lots of crazy things with my hair and my makeup and clothes and stuff over the years. And, and that's fun for me. So if I looked at it through the people's eyes, if I, if I looked at it through my dad's eyes, I mean, he's always so cute. He always laughs at my lipstick. Um, and I remember one time saying, you know, you know, that he didn't like my lipstick and he looked at me and he said, I've never said I don't like your lipstick. And I was like, wow, he's just, he, he would never wear it. No, I mean, he just wouldn't wear lipstick at all. But also, he's just not the type of person to do something that would bring attention to him. Um, and so it just like that, like what, what if we just be us and not have to be like ridiculously extravagant if you're not, if that's not who you be. And, and if it is, then cool, then it's probably not ridiculously extravagant to you, right? Like it's just recognizing we have a choice. And so the, the thing I posted on Facebook, it says, you know, other people judging us, that's their choice. If we allow that judgment to stop us, that's our choice. That's our choice. We've got a choice. We've got a choice. You can get up when people are watching you on the bench or not, or try to get up or whatever, you know, and be willing to look like a fool or silly or, uh, you know, not strong enough or whatever it might, whatever their judgment is. And this is what happens is we, we, we won't allow that judgment and that judgment has nothing to do with us. Right? If they were sitting on the bench and they were saying, oh, she looks ridiculous, she shouldn't be on a paddleboard, she's not strong enough, does that actually mean anything about me? No. What it shows anybody who can hear them is where they're at. Same as if they're sitting there going, go, come on, you got this, you got this, I'm rooting for you, like, you know, if they're supporting or they're not supporting, like, that shows everything about them too. So this is the this is the really kind of the silliest part of judgment is when somebody's judging you, it shows you where they are. It means nothing about you. They don't know anything about you in that sense. They're showing you where they are. So when we give our power over to that, it's 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 such a bastardization of what's actually possible because you're stopping yourself based on what their limitations are, what's possible for them, what they're comfortable with. Because this is the other thing, is people will judge you to stop you so that you don't make them uncomfortable, right? Because there could be somebody sitting there watching, going, oh, you shouldn't do that, that's so wrong, you're not strong enough, all that thing that they're uncomfortable that I'm doing it and they're not. Could be, I'm not saying that that's for sure the, the way it is, but it could be. So you just wanna be really aware of that. Judgment is, is ridiculous. And if we stopped giving energy to it, what might be possible? Yeah, like truly, I mean truly stopped 
giving energy to it. I was doing a call this week. I've got a, a series going on right now called Allowing the Universe to Be Your Sugar Daddy. It's amazing. It's still open. You guys can join us. We've got another call coming up, um, I think December 30th. And uh, I just said like, guys, you've just got to stop. You've just got to stop. When you recognize you're judging and it, you know, whether it's yourself or someone else, whatever it is, when you recognize that, stop, stop. And we go and say, oh, you know, I've just been judging myself about this and I'm so wrong about this and I know I'm judging. And it's like, so when we know we're doing something, it's like if you're banging your head on the wall over and over and over. <laughs> Do you continue to bang your head and, you know, wish it didn't hurt and sure, you know, wondered what else you could do. And, you know, if you just figured out why you were doing it, then you could <laughs> No, you would actually just stop. So if you recognized, if you truly acknowledged how much judgment kills you, your life, your living, your body, your money flows, your possibilities, everything, you would actually stop. So really put that into however you need to. If you need to put a timer on your phone, you need to put sticky notes around your house, whatever you need to do, but stop. You have the choice to stop the judgment. And that's your judgment. If somebody's judging you or you think they are, you know, they're on the bench, you're in the water, you're not sure totally what's going on. Um, what if you received it? You know, Gary, the founder of Access Consciousness, his awareness is that if you're willing to receive judgment with no point of view, so not making it right, not making it wrong, just receiving it, your income will go up $5,000 a year. And if you think of how often you get judged, yep, <laughs> truly, how much money could you actualize in 2020? <laughs> like every one of our incomes could go up by a godzillion amount if we were willing to receive the judgment. Just be interesting point of view about it. It's an interesting point of view. They have that point of view. Interesting point of view. They have that point of view. I mean, depending on when you're listening to this, if it's before the holidays and you spend time with friends and family around the holidays and they're judgy judgersons, what if you just were interesting point of view? What if you had no point of view about it? What if you didn't have to defend it? You didn't have to fight it. You didn't have to make them wrong. You didn't have to make them right. What if it was just truly an interesting point of view? Now, I don't mean you say that out loud. Okay, sweet friends. I see so many people use that tool as like a sword. It's really unkind. You know, if somebody says, oh, wow, you've gained some weight or something like that. I mean, <laughs> hubby's, uh, hubby's mom was like that. She would always point out how fat he was. It was, <laughs> I'm laughing about it because we always laughed about it because there was really nothing else you could do about it. But, you know, if somebody says that, it's really for you in your own head. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view. Because if you say it out loud to them, well, that's an interesting point of view. What you're doing, one, is you're, you're rejecting them. So you're not receiving it. So your income won't go up and you're also being superior. So just be like, Hey, thanks for noticing. Or, Oh yeah, that's right. Or whatever you need to do to say to them, or sometimes there's no response required, but in your head, in your world, it's just an interesting point of view. 
and really really look at how many different spaces and places you can utilize that tool because it is one of the most amazing tools when you truly truly use it and when you're truly willing to be interesting point of view and for some people they need to get over the need to be right that's that's the big part where many of us have fought to be right our entire lives so interesting point of view isn't the first thing we jump to uh, from that I need to be right so I need to tell them I've actually lost weight or I'm this or I'm that or don't you under like all the crazy it's just it's just if you didn't have to be right how much more space could you be if you didn't have to be right how much more fun could you have if you didn't have to be right how much more interesting point of view can you be truly what might be possible Now, a couple things that I wanted to invite you to. Uh, man, I tell you what, things have been changing so much for me and uh, I have been creating so different than I used to. I used to kind of, you know, only create a, a few things in a month and I'm over that. I'm over that. I'm going to allow all of the creations that are asking to be created just to flow when they are asking to flow without controlling them. Uh, and so we've got starting from January to September of 2020, the advanced how to become money workbook intensive. That is such a deep book, my sweet friends. Each month we are going to go deep into each chapter, which is why it's nine months. So you can check that out. There's lots of additions with that. I also have starting on January 1st to January 31st, it's 31 days of tools, processes, and topics to closing your back doors and committing to your life. So this is inspired by the book and the class, The Home of the Infinite Possibilities. Um, and that's from a long time ago. The book, of course, is available now. The class was from a few years ago, but it really is about closing those back doors. And a back door is when you have one foot in and one foot out. So if you've ever been in a relationship where whenever the person did something you didn't like, you're like, I'm leaving you. And then the next day, you're like, I'm staying. And then, then you're mad again. I'm leaving you. That's a, that's a back door where you're always just kind of waiting to leave. Um, and so whenever we have back doors open, we're not actually committing to our life. And so once we commit to our life, that's when we be the power, the potency of us. That's when we can create the magic. That's when we be the magic. So every day, um, you'll get a video from me posted in a Facebook group with, um, something, something from the book, the class, a tool, a process, something where I'll go into it further and how you could use it and all the things. Uh, and I also have a hashtag as if by magic club and it's about tools in action. So this is going to start in January and it is a monthly membership. You can start anytime, quit anytime. There's so many goodies involved in it, uh, but it really is about taking the tools from access consciousness into action, utilizing them and, and all the awesomeness with that. And then of course, access bars and foundation in Cochrane, Alberta, starting January 22nd. So that's the bars day. And then foundation is January 23rd to 26th. So excited and just added to the calendar. And there's so many other things to be added soon. Uh, but just added to the calendar is the uh, Access Foundation in Scottsdale, Arizona, April 2nd to 5th. 
Oh my gosh, I am so freaking excited about that. And then of course, next summer, August, uh, is the Bars and Foundation, the Pool Party Foundation. So lots of awesomeness, guys. I would love to play with you somewhere in this beautiful world or online or both. So awesome. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about receiving judgment. So we've talked about interesting point of view. So that's one tool. Uh, and then the other things that you can do to, to be um, space with judgment is to really look at like what is going on and not that you need to justify it or reason it or anything. And sometimes, you know, it can give you some information in terms of like what is actually going on. So let's say you had a, a sibling that was, you know, just kind of out of nowhere was really upset with you and judging you and, and all the things. And you could look at like, Hey, what, what, what's going on here? What, what's up? What is this? And you might have the awareness that they're, you know, having a tough time in their marriage or they're struggling with money or something. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean you make it right. And it doesn't mean you make it wrong. And sometimes that little bit more of information can, can give you something to, you know, possibly have a conversation with the person about sometimes not, you really do want to be aware of that. Okay. Cause there are sometimes there's not, there's no space for the conversation. It's not required. It's not going to create greater and sometimes it will. So you just want to be aware of that. Um, and still be an interesting point of view. Uh, sometimes it's about saying to the person, if it's a constant thing of like, Hey, you know what? This is, this is off limits. I'm not having this discussion with you anymore. You don't need to fight about it. You don't need to go into explanation. You just sometimes need to say, this just doesn't work. So this needs to stop and, and just be, be the space of allowance while you're saying that an interesting point of view with it so that the person knows, okay, this is done. <laughs> yeah. And really the more that you're willing to receive it, the more ease you'll have with all of it. And, and really it's about making it and recognizing it's not personal. It's only personal to the person judging. Look at yourself. Look at the last time you judged somebody. Did it have anything to do with them? No, it never, ever, ever does. And so it's that, that recognition and that willingness to be present with that. So if you are judging someone about, um, you know, how maybe they're spending their money ridiculously or something like that, then look at that for yourself. Okay. So is there something going on in your world about money that is, you know, that you're doing that? Is that, are you aware? Maybe they have that judgment of themselves and now it's there, you know, like, um, you're aware of it and, but you're not acknowledging you're aware of it. So you're playing with it as though it's yours, but it's not. You know, there's so many pieces to it. So you just want to be present with everything. Be present all the time. <laughs> I know that sounds difficult, but really not being present is way more difficult if you look at it. Yeah, because how much drama trauma do we create when we're not willing to be present? How many possibilities do we not be aware of by not being present? Yeah. So the more we're willing to be present and it is, it's a muscle, absolutely. But it's a muscle that you can, you can do with ease. You can, you can strengthen that with ease. I do love to ask what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can me and my body be to be the aggressive presence we truly be. Yeah. 
And that just assists me in that moment. One, it reminds me that I have the choice of it. And two, running that allows me to be it way more. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening in. And I wonder, I wonder what you can choose this week. I wonder how much more of you you can be this week. I know I am choosing way more of me this week after that movie. It has inspired me in so many ways. So have an awesome week, sweet friends. If you celebrate at this time of year, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, all the things, Merry everything, happy always. (laughs) And I look forward to chatting with you next week.